0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW report Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Blog Talk Radio. The whispers in the morning
3: Of lovers sleeping tight All rolling by like thunder now, as I look in your eyes, I hold on to your body
2: and feel each move you make, your voice is
3: warm and tender, a love that I could not forsake.
0: Good evening, everybody. You've got the real Sue here tonight on the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's okay, and hopefully, I haven't depressed you all too much after last night. It was um, quite an amazing night last night, to say the very least, because I had so many people coming to me, and people I'd spoken to every single day and not realised, or obviously, wasn't told that how much they had actually been through, and. You've just all amazed me, too. I have had some absolutely beautiful inbox messages. Some, yeah, you absolute swines did make me have a tear. And I think the only fair seeing is probably I did the payback. Um, it was a payback. Um, I've had some absolute, like I say, I've had some fantastic messages. And I want to read this. I'm not going to read the name of the person, but I want to read this out loud to show you that... The show did make a difference, and I know it's like, obviously, we had Lena and we had Jets on the show last night, but we had. This, I've just had this message um, about a quarter of an hour ago, and it says, I am not going to be able to listen to the night's extra show on depression, et cetera. I have had depression for the last 12 years or so, since I was 18, although they actually think I've had it since I was about 12. But I am in a bad dip in, at the moment, and I've very recently been thinking stupid things, et cetera, I don't think I can cope with listening tonight as my head is just not strong enough. I wish I was. I hope you have a great show tonight and although although not ignoring the work you are doing with Claire and Steve etc, after last night's show you really are an inspiration. Thank you. It's messages like that that make it worth my while. It is the reason that I do what I have to do and why I said what i said i've had so many people say to me i can't believe that you said or what you did how you could be so open and everything. but you guys actually helped me as much as i made you upset by what i said and made you see that i am you know human that i have had a pretty crap time of it to say the least and that's only probably half of what i've had to go through at the end of the day you saw that it was the real that it was the real me Ask Sue sometimes can be literally a person behind a laptop who does not, who is literally hiding from other things. How many times have you had that knock on the door and you peep outside and you realize it's a friend and you haven't got the energy, is the easiest way, that you can literally be bothered to talk to them? Not because you haven't got nothing to say or because you just don't like that person or whatever, but you really just can't be bothered. When you hear that saying of, oh, Harry, how, how are you today? Are you all right? And you think, do you know what? Actually, no, I feel really shit. How many people have had that envelope come through the door and the postman comes and you look at the postman coming to the door and you think, oh, do you know what? No, nah, please, no. And you just take the post and you put it in the window or you put it somewhere and think, oh, I can't deal with that right now. How many times have you sorted, you know, sorted a pile of stuff out and then looked at it and thought, actually, I didn't just sort that out. I just put it in another pile. It's just so damn difficult. It's like when you are smiling, and you are putting a front on, but then you are really crying inside, when you really want to scream at the top of your bloody voice, saying, no, listen to me, this is what it's all about, this is what I am, this is what I'm about, this is not what I want, and do you know what, that's what is screaming out of inside me, because I really have had enough, You you know when you just really can't take much more, and you think, you know, I have had, well, it over the top of my head. You know, we have been working our backsides off of a worldwide canine crusade. We've had, oh, I've had, threatening emails. I've had being called where I'm a uh, this, that, and the other with absolute people absolutely screaming down because, I, oh, you know nothing, blah, 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 you know. I've had emails of people saying they're going to kill themselves. I've had emails of people telling me that they've got to turn a machine off to their family, um, that their granddad's died in an accident and their other family member had to have their machine turned off to then find out literally within hours of literally thinking, this doesn't sound quite right, of then finding out that that was just a story that they'd made up so they could get attention. And all of this, I have got people saying to me, how are you doing, Sue? You okay? Do you know what? Oh, never better, you know? I, I felt pretty shit before, but people like that that just are wasting hard time, I just can't be bothered with. At the end of the day, don't get me wrong, we've all got our stresses on all different levels, and the person who at the end of the day has got an issue, whether it be small It may be that they're just a bit fed up with how their living room is today or whether it's somebody that's literally just said, I've had enough and I can't take no more. Every single person is allowed to have that stress. And I know that people like that have got these mental health issues themselves. But do you know what? Then people have actually already been offered help. They have got people around them There's just no need for that. They only The reason I have caught my profile name of Ask Sue is exactly that. Got a problem with me? Talk to me. Got a problem with me? Ask me why I did such a thing. Say to me, why did you do it like this? What about this opinion? Talk to me. I'm not going to bite. But I tell you what, I even had people emailing Sinister and telling him not to actually... Um, deal with me because I knew nothing about BSL laws. If anybody wants to go through my Facebook, they will actually notice that I never once said I'd got a degree on BSL laws. I have never once said in my lifetime that I know it all. None of us, well, most of us, know bugger all. We don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know what's around the corner. We don't know how our world's going to be in ten years, five years even. We don't know what's going to happen to our children in years to come. Because let's face it, this world is a such a hell of a place. I was speaking to Sinister today and obviously mentioned him again because at the end of the day, people had already judged him by his song. Yeah, he was effing and blinding, right? But he was putting his point across. He was upset by the fact that Lennox had been killed, and he put his point across. But how many people actually sat there and thought, you know what, let's see about this guy. Let's see what he's all about. And I spoke to him on the phone, and this guy was absolutely amazing. He does so much behind the scenes. He's raising money of himself. Not, not through donations, but through yourself, to actually help other people. The guy that you see in that rap is totally different to the one you speak to on the phone and is absolutely amazing. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't look at that person who's smiling their head off and think that they're actually okay. They literally, most Depressed people are not messaging people to say they need help. Most of the depressed people are hiding behind a smile. They are the ones that when you say, how are you doing, you okay? They say, hey, I'm really good, thanks, how's you? And they turn it and ask you. It's really hard to be able to, when you've got children as well, when you've got depression, because you do put that even bigger um, front on. You don't want your children to see you crying. You don't want your children to see you upset. You don't want to see um, them to see how you're so down that you can't cope. You want them to see a mum that can cope with anything. And that's really hard, you know. It was... it was really hard to literally change you literally are fine one minute and it's like now i'm literally sitting here by my laptop and i'm reading the chat messages and my daughter's gone through and now i feel like i can't talk because i don't want her to see the other side of me and so it's just really very really difficult to change the way that you, that you feel Dependent on where you are, you know. So you can literally be at one place and be fine, and be another place and not be fine. And then they, you get it where people think that you are then making it up, where you're turning it on and off. And we do, we do turn it on and off. We do turn it on to if we don't want a fem- family member. To know about it, like I never told my Nanny Davis. Now, my Nanny Davis, at the end of the day, was an amazing, amazing person. I spoke to her about her last night. She was my soulmate. She was my best friend. She was everything to me. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to upset her. I didn't want to tell her how I felt. And it was just really, it it was really hard. I wanted to scream out and, and ask somebody for help. But I had got my mum, who, who wasn't, and still isn't, even though I'm not speaking to her. She's not maternal. She didn't give a shit about anybody. And she just literally just cared about herself. I just needed a hug. I just needed somebody to say, it's okay, Sue, I'm here. And the other side of that coin is, I know there's times also that when you've got depression, you push people away. At this moment in time, I feel like I need time out. I need to literally find myself. I've lost myself somewhere. And you guys are helping me to do that because you are literally helping me to literally unwind, to empty. And it's like Claire said to me one day about having um, a chest of drawers in your mind and you file it under it. Well, mine are overflowing. Absolutely flowing. And you I know, I, I need to file some of that. I need to put that filed under S for somewhere. Or maybe P for past. Maybe I needed to leave it there. Do you know what I mean? I can't change my past. I can't change what happened to me. I can't change that my daughter is now gone. I can't change that my nan and my granddad are gone and my other nan and grand are gone I can't change that I can't change the fact that my mum and dad don't want to know me and the words of you made your bed you lie in it I can't change the fact that my I can't change the fact that my mum and dad and my rest of my horrible family who I must just say to make you laugh I've got the steel chainsaw out and I've done my family tree, it's now down just to a stump, okay, because they are just nasty and horrible. I'll give you an example. my uncle um, is an alcoholic he's sixty eight sixty nine and he literally is all self you know is he's very much an alcoholic. It's all about self. As long as he's all right, it doesn't matter about anybody else. And you know, I've I've tried to help him. He's been off the drink. You know, we sorted out his flat because it was a mess and everything else. And you know, we tried to help him as best we can. Now, my auntie has actually been and came to see him. I'll say that in abbreviations. Um, and we were there the one day, and she walked in, and I don't speak to her, so. As they walked in, I walked out, never said no comment, no nothing, just walked out and said, right, well, let's go. So off, off we went, came back, and uh, he said, oh, you know, he didn't have to go. And I said, oh, I didn't want to stay here, and thanks very much all the same, but I don't need conversation. thanks. I sat down, and because my uncle had actually moved out of his flat and moved in with a mate for him, he literally, I sat there, and we'd moved him from to his mate's. And we'd sorted all the house out, we'd emptied it all, so the council could come in and literally revamp it. It needed replastering, painting, everything. And the council come in and they literally did it, right? And I literally, they literally gutted it from top to bottom. So they did all that. And while my uncle's there, so we went back after my auntie had gone, and I looked on the table and there was this envelope. And I read the envelope and it said, and this is no word of a lie, this woman hadn't spoke to me for God knows how long. She had been to my uncle's three times in approximately six months, I would say. And on this envelope, it said, "Fat slag, seeing you're doing it all, cancel some of, uh, cancel the water direct debit," and that was it. What was the point of that? Do you know what? At the end of the day, she's nothing but a total bitch. And this this woman, let me just say, is my auntie, she is 60-something. This was my uncle's sister, 60-odd. And she was putting something as childish as what a 15-year-old would put. And I just thought, do you know what? You are pathetic. Absolutely pathetic, but it upset me still, and I thought, do you know what, where, where did that come from? Yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, I hate the guts of her, she's just an evil cow. She she, she said things to my granddad like, it's okay, when you get over um, to the other side, you can bet your bottom dollar, my mum won't be waiting for you, which was my nan, won't be waiting for you because she hated you anyway. does shit like that come from you know what is the point of being so nasty to people what's the point of that I tell you what there is so many I honest to god there's so many stories my family is just absolutely evil they're just something else and you know you're absolutely right Jennifer I am better off without them but do you know what I don't miss them or her or them evil bastards right I actually miss A family. I miss the one that I can tell when I'm having a bad day. I miss the ones that feel like they're closer than anybody else. And do you know what? I just think to myself, I'm better off without them. But I just miss family. But it's funny because I was talking to Debs today. And it was funny, she's got a lovely mum, and I was talking to her mum on thing, and she's just, uh, you know, one of them. And, you know, people just don't realise. I I see them statuses on Facebook, uh, like this if you've got a lovely mum. I'm sure when they put that up, they think that everybody is that lucky to have such a lovely mum. They're saying... Uh, Let me think how it is. Uh, You've only got one mum. Only got one mum? Thank God I've only got one mum when they're like that. Because I certainly don't want any more of that. That's for certain. But if you've got a really nice mum, and one that will care for you and look after you, I'll tell you what, give her the most massivest hug from me, and just let her know how grateful you are for her. But then... I treat my friends differently the most because I treat my friends like the family. I have literally got um <laughs> I've got Claire and Steve. I've got Michaela and Karen. I've got other ones as well that are so they're the ones you know that you can ring at two o'clock in the morning, and you don't have to worry if there's an emergency. You know they'd be there. But I'm lucky for that that I have got friends like that. But because I treat my friends like family, then you have the friends that treat you like shit as well, and that hurts more than anything when you are when you are treating them like family. I started a business. Uh, going back some time and wanted to do my psychic events and I started to um, do it for charity first and then I wanted to do a wanted to do um, more psychic events but then um, a friend got in touch with me and said um, how did I fancy um, doing these psych events with a and, you know, she was a good friend. I talked, we talked about everything. She was always around here, coming having a nat, a cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? And we're having a wind up with each other and everything. You know, really, really Because I told her everything. So I told her all about my ideas for psychic events and everything else. And then the one day she said to me, she said, we'd done one event and I was doing an auction at the time and she said to me, she said, Oh, I'm going to do a psych event. And I said, Well, it's okay, I'll help you. No, should you mind if I do this? And I said, Yeah, that's fine. You know, I never even gave it a thought. The next minute I knew, she'd actually started up a website and started to literally um, do her own events. I couldn't believe it. And Do you know what Sue did? Sue just forgave her. Just thought, well, okay, if that's what she wants to do, that's fine, you know. So I did that. I then went on to help her to set up um, a Facebook page. And I helped her set up this Facebook page, and I was admin on it. It's no good point putting her on as admin, because at the end of the day, she couldn't even, at that time, set up a status for herself, no mind anything else. So I did all that and did this group and everything, you know. I've got about 300 people and all this. And I went and set it all up. And then one day out of the blue, I got a text saying, why am I not admin on my group? I said, well, because at the time, you couldn't even set up your own Facebook status. I do at least think I should be admin of my own group. I said, yeah, that's fine. So I added her within seconds of me doing it. I got deleted off as admin, deleted off the group, and then re-added as a member. That was then the final line. That's when I said enough. And so I literally deleted. That's why I like Facebook, delete and block. What a marvelous thing. But do you know what? I I've tried to get over that, and I'll be honest, and I am being honest to you guys, that it still eats me alive, because it just drives me mental. How can be people be so nasty? Why can they, you know, where does it all come from? Why do they feel the need to hurt me? If they've just said, come and, have a, come and have a natter, I've decided I want to do my own business, is that okay? You guys know what I'm like. I'd have just said, yes, that's fine. You know, I just, did do that delete and block. I literally said, and I've done that on two. I thought were friends, and anybody else that wanted to do the same, I would do the same. Um, and I just think of, I just think of it as a learning curve now. And you're right. Yes, I do. Um, it says I'm reading here. I mean, not um, not forgiving eats you up. It does. And karma, yes, I'm sure will come, but obviously not soon enough. I saw a picture on Facebook the other day of a karma bus. It must have gone abroad to start its journey, and it's gone the long way around to getting to me, because it still hasn't arrived yet. But I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. But it's taking a long time. I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means, do you know what I mean? Um, But... I try my best, especially for for my friends, do you know what I mean? I try my best. I know that there's times when, well, especially like at the moment, I'm I'm so busy with everything that I haven't made sometimes enough time for my friends. And I went to see my mate Karen the other day, and it was nice just to have a couple of hours, sit and have a coffee, putting the world to rights. Well, let's face it, that would take about... F- no, my whole life. So, no, I didn't sort the whole world out, but, you know... Um, But it was nice just to go and chill and unwind and everything else, you know? The other side of the coin is how many of you actually have felt lonely even though you're surrounded by people? I've got four children, and I know when I was on my own, and I've got the four kids, and there's still times I still felt lonely even though I was sounding... I was happy. You know, everybody thought I was okay, But I still felt lonely, even though I was surrounded in my children. I had got my friends, but still felt lonely anyway. And that's when you have too much time on your hands. And it's literally, the depression really does set in. You think about everything and think so much that you just block your own mind, I just think that that's when you find yourself and you realize if you like yourself or not. I literally came from behind the Ask Sue part because I wanted everybody to know that, you know, when I speak to people about things, it's not that I'm saying it like, oh, well, I know because this is this. It was literally I wanted people to realize that the Ask Sue show does this because I've been on a lot of them stories. When I was at school, I got bullied every single day. And I literally went to school and I couldn't wait to come home. Again, I had got my mum... um, who who I told the story of what was happening to her, um, but she didn't want to know. She didn't want to help me. Where me, as soon as my kids mention that they're getting some grief at school, because Jamie's very much um, made back. He's almost horizontal with how he deals with things. But I think to myself, um, there's no way I would let my children go through that went to school every single day and I got bullied from primary school right through there's one, well there's a couple of stories I want to tell you about um, I can remember the one time and although this is quite funny it was it was like unbelievable as well at the same time I'd come home from school the one, ta- one day and I said to my mum, I said oh mum my shoes are ruined and she said, What do you mean they're ruins? And I said, Oh, they come undone at the side, on the inside, out, inside of it. So I said, um can you what am I gonna do? Can you get me some more? No, I can't get you no more. She said, I'll have to mend them. Well I thought, Oh, she's gonna glue them and I I you know, then the if it was gonna do the job, that's fine, you know? And I said to my mum the next day, I said, Oh, have you done my shoes? She said, "Oh yeah, they're over there." And I picked these shoes up, and she'd actually sewn them. You know the um, string that's in the potato sacks. You know we we where well, we all fight over this damn thing, don't we? She went and used the white cotton stuff out of the sack because my dad worked on a farm and they were packing the potatoes, and he used to bring these reels of very strong, let's face it, the is strong stuff home. And she actually sewed my shoes up with this white bloody cotton. Well, it's not cotton; it was whatever it was. And I looked at it, and she'd gone over it. I mean, to be fair, it's for my mum, she'd gone with the black marker, you know, to hide it. I tell you what, I I just said you you are having a laugh, aren't you? And she went, you what? I went, you're having a laugh, aren't you? And she said, what? I said, I'm not going to school in them. She went, you are. I said, I am not going to school in them. She said, oh, yes, you are. I said, I am not. She said, well, when your dad comes home, he'll he'll give you a smack Dass. You're going. I said, I am not going to school in them. I said, I get bullied every single day, and I am not going to school in them. She took one look, and I said, I can't. I get bullied every single day. They will eat me live if I go in them shoes. And I said, But mum, I'll just go in my phones. No, you're going in them shoes. I said, Well I'm not going to school. So when your dad comes home, he'll fresh you. I said, That's fine, you can fresh me, but I'm still not going in them shoes. So I waited until my dad came home and he walked through the door and straight away like a bull in a china shop my mum was straight down his throat. Well, just ask her why she's not here. Why just just tell her why she's here. Sky's skies off school, she did. Sky's off school, yes and I said, Dad, why? Let me just say my piece, please, and then you can say. She said, yeah. He said, yes. I said, if you can look at those shoes truthfully and tell me that you would go to, want to go to school in them when you're getting bullied every single day anyway, you can flash me with them. I said, because I am not going to school in them. End of. He took one look at them. He picked it up, and he went, oh, Aim. What have you done to these? Oh Sue, I can see. well I decided just to go up to my room because my mum went mental. The fact that I had actually um, even gone against my mum and my dad had actually backed up. She was mortified and she went absolutely mental to say the least. But I didn't go to school in them. And I didn't go the following day or the following day in them either because I wore my pumps. But I got it every single day. I used to get it when I'd get on the bus at night after school, and on the way home we used to drop off in a certain village. And when we dropped these certain kids off, every single night, one would go past me and smack their bag into my head. Every single night. It drove me mental. Every And I look now and I think, why didn't I just get up and give her a good smack in the nose? Do you know what I mean? And I didn't. I never, never did, except once. This lad that was very quiet, who never said a lot, who usually sat near me, decided he'd have a go. And he literally got up, uh, sort of stood up behind me, and I felt the presence that he was standing up. And the next minute, I had a smack in the back of the head. I turned round and I said, Becky, what, what did you do that for? <laughs> it, it, was, it, it was hilarious. And he kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And then I lost my top. I stood up and I said, if you do that again, I am telling you now, I'll knock the seven males out of you. I really have had enough. So I literally said, Just wait. So I waited until he went, walked down the bus because he got off at the same stop, stop as me. He walked down the bus, walked down two steps, and as he got to the bottom one, I pushed him with my foot. Didn't kick him, gently pushed. <laughs> well, all right, then, not quite gently, but it was a good push. Straight out the door, I ran down the steps and I leathered him. I Absolutely, to be fair, could, you, know, you know when you just lose your head? That was me. Lost my head totally over this guy. And the bus driver got off the bus and told me off for doing all this because I'd hit this lad and everything else. And I said, why are you doing this? He said, I beg your pardon. I said, why are you shouting at me? And he said, because you've just hit him. I said, do you know what? I said, I get hit every single night on this bus. Every single night, if not once, twice or three times on this bus, every single night. And you never shout at anybody else. But because I've stood up for myself, you shouted at me. He looked at me and said nothing and shook his head and he said, I'll speak to your mum tomorrow. I went and told my mum for what you sat did. But she said, oh, well, she said, at the end of the day, you stuck up yourself, that's it. So the next morning, we went up to a bus stop, and that bus driver did tell my mum what exactly I'd done. And I looked at my mum, and I thought, she's not going to say nothing. And do you know what she actually said? Well, serve him right, that'll teach him. And I said, do you know what, mum? I said, this bus driver's never stood up for me once all the times I've got it, got hit. Nobody's ever stood up. And you know what? I said, I've had enough of it. how many times have you ever done anything? And do you know what, that lad never hit me again, but I still got hit every single night on that bus. Why I didn't ever hit that girl for her, what she did. And the funny part is that I see that girl still now, and even now I think, why did you do that to me every single day? Bullying is a hard thing. And you know, at the end of the day, I hear people say, sticks and stones will break my bones, names will never hurt you. Trust me, when you're called that same name every single day and it goes on and on and on at you every single day in that same place every single day, then you tell me that they don't hurt. It's constant. It pierces your brain where you do not know if you are coming or going. If your child... I mean, I had Kimberly. She literally changed schools on the last uh, last year in the secondary, and I knew it was going to be either the making or the breaking of her. And at the end of the day, I said this to her, and she said, "But mum, I don't want to stay at this school anymore." And so I didn't. I let her change, and it's the best thing I ever did. She was so much better. She made friends. And she got her confidence back and she did brilliant in the school. But I ask people this. We are made to, by law, take our children to school. But I will also say nobody will ever make me take my children to a building where they are bullied. I will take them out of that school and I will fight every court in the land to stop my kids going to school if it means that they are getting bullied in that year. And, John, you know I, I say to people, you know, it, it, yes, it's school. Yes, it's law. But if I was bullying my children at home and the social services come around, they would take my kids off me. So don't expect me to take my kids to a school where they're actually getting bullied because it ain't going to happen. That's not not, never, ever going to happen. And my kids are beautiful. I'm not just saying that. You can look at my Facebook pictures. They're absolutely stunning. And I, they've all got their heads screwed on, probably a bit more than the mother at times. But do you know what I mean? I say to everybody, that is just pure jealousy. And I say to my kids, it's jealousy. Jamie even put a picture of himself, sports and everything. And some lad went and said, fat, fat, fat. Jamie hasn't got one bit of fat on him. I he's like little Mr. Bean. But do you know what I mean? It does make me think even though he will have laughed it off, did it actually get inside his head like the words that used to get into mine? Did it actually make a difference for him? Did it make him think that maybe he is fat? You know, we say words and we judge people all by their front covers. And I say that with me. I'm a big girl. Okay, I've tried to lose weight and all this sort of thing, and it doesn't happen. And yes, I'm not happy with the weight that I am. But then you get people that judge me by what I look like. They don't get to know the real me. They don't know who I am. And let's face it, you lot have. But you haven't seen me, or most of you haven't seen me personally before. Yeah, all of you have said, you know, on this, on that and the other and whatever. But then you've got the ones that don't even know me on my Facebook. They don't know me on my show or whatever. But jealousy had set in and they emailed Sinister saying to him, Not come f- on to my show because I knew nothing. I just think it's ridiculous. And do you know what? Do you know what, Maggie, that's one of my sayings. I treat people like I how I want to be treated. But I also say, you know, at the end of the day, I am who I am. If you don't like it, then walk away. You don't need to run me down. Not, and and let, let's face it, not everybody is going to love everybody. Not everybody's going to like everybody. Not everybody's going to have the same interests as everybody. Not everybody's going to have the same thoughts as everybody else. Let's face it, thank God we haven't. But at the end of the day, that still does not give us the right to judge somebody because they've got a difference of opinion. I mean, let's face it, I've had it where people have come onto to my show and they've had a difference of opinion. That's fine. And there's times when I've had to say, no, I don't want to argue, and people have chucked it back at me, oh, you're just saying that, it's because it's going against you. No, it's because I don't want to do a full-blown argument on the Ask Sue show. You know, and at the end of the day, I am who I am. There's things that I'm probably not proud of, and there's things that I wish that I'd done better. But I have got four beautiful kids, and I will do anything in my power to protect them from anything that I've Done to me. At the end of the day, I will get through this and I will move forward. And I think I just go into lows in my life and I feel like I need to literally sort myself out and then I can start, you know, start and move on forward. I do want to start and make a better life for myself. I do want to make this business even bigger and better. And I also want you guys to help me to make this show even better, to help even more people have gone through some crap themselves so I need you all to keep sharing these links to shows I am going to be having more shows like this and it will be about bullying it will be about missing children it will be about missing adults in the UK ones that are really hurting about families that are left behind about people that have lost their sons and daughters because they've committed suicide or other family members There's so many different stories out there and I want to bring all of them forward and to the front where people can help each other. I'm going to go to a song in a minute but I want everybody to think about the fact that how it used to be. They used to borrow the old sugar from the next door neighbour, a cup of sugar. You know? Where we used to help each other and it wasn't so judging. I went to New Zealand to live a year and over there is very much like an older england where they don't have registrations on the cars as in they don't you know it doesn't say it's an r reg or it's or a whatever new the new reg number or whatever you know i just think to myself that was better nobody just said my car's better than your car or whatever there was no my house is better than your house and they had parties like we around here. Do you know what I mean? It was just amazing. And it was just fantastic to be there. I just absolutely loved it. It was really, really good. Good times, beautiful weather and excellent people. But that's gone. Where I live at the moment, I've got, there's a row of six um, red brick houses and they're council houses. And I live on the end one. And it's beautiful. I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely in the middle of nowhere. And yet we get oh, you know, I've I have i have been reported to RSPCA, I've been reported to social services, the police, oh, you name it, every single thing, um, you know, I've had the even had the dog warden round here before now, everything, you think of it, I I've had it all. And do you know what I mean? And I just think how pathetic. Why does it have to be like that? It's just it's just ridiculous. But at the end of the day, I know that I will be going up in the world and they'll still be sitting exactly where they are right now. So I'm now going to go over to um, a little bit of a tune so I can have a um, drink and uh, a little bit of a, a, a little unwind. <laughs> and um, I absolutely love this song and this song is a bit of a funny one and my girls love this song and uh, it's one that we paid while we were having a bad time on the Asu show once before and um, I hope you enjoy it, and I'll be back shortly. And also, I will be taking in calls shortly. So if you want to give a call from the US, it's 347 327 9694. Or you can call in from the UK on 001 347 327 9694. That's 347 327 9694. Thank you very much, and I'll be back shortly.
3: All my players out there, man, you know They got that one good girl, dawg, that's always been there, man Like, took all the bullshit then one day she can't take it no more and to leave Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night And I noticed my girl wasn't on my side. Could've sworn I was dreaming, for her I was seenin' So I had to take a little ride Backtracking on these few years Trying to figure out what I do to make it go bad Ever since my girl left me My whole life came crashing And I'm so, so lonely you still stuck around and stayed by my side What really hurt me is I broke your heart Baby, you were good girl and I had no right I really wanna make things right Cause without you in my life, girl, I'm so, so lonely They would come where you would get up and run And I would be out chasing you ain't nowhere in the globe I'd rather be Ain't no one in the globe I'd rather see Than the girl of my dreams that made me be So happy but now so lonely
0: finishes and it leaves me unto. oh my goodness it's finished <laughs> this is a real Ask Sue on the Ask Sue show hope everybody is all okay and fighting fit I suppose is the right word to call it I, I'm i sort of not sure where I want to go next with the fact that after all of these things that have happened um, makes me appreciate a lot of things too I've got a lot of good friends. I've had the ones that have left, which is fine, because it's made room for the next new new in my life and to start. And I've started to do psychic events. I've started to do the Worldwide Canine Crusade. We're also starting with a 24-hour radio station, which I'm helping out with at the minute. And... I just don't want to be just a mum. I want to be more than that. I want to be somebody that helps others to a degree. Obviously, I don't want to drain myself helping everybody else, but, you know. I want to move on from the past. I want to help people that have gone through what I've gone in the past. And I want to make a difference. I love this show because I've helped so many people in so many different things. For instance, sherry Rose, Rhodes, an amazing, amazing lady, and I don't think she's in tonight so far because she's got work. She's torn me off because I keep doing the shows when she's at work, and, you know, it, she's just an amazing person. Her son committed suicide, and she's such a lovely mum, and... She just is amazing, you know. And I said to her that I wanted to talk to her after one of my shows that we'd done with TANF, actually. And I spoke to her after the show and, funnily enough, gave her a reading and different things and was talking to her. And I said to her that I wanted to help her to get out of the hole that she was in and literally to be able to move forward from losing her son. And the next day, I literally... um, Oh, sorry, let me just interrupt this. I guess you um, have been warned uh, three times to either sign in or get kicked out. So this is the point where the ask Sue does take control. And, uh, yes, off you go. Thank you very much to Jet. She's ever so good. She does look after my little people in the chat. Um, very quickly, let me just do a quick mention. Uh, in the chat tonight, we have got Bill... Dave, who's my Claire, bless her. Debs, who I'm thinking uh, it's on the adoption process. M, the Palace fan, Eternal Love, Human Race. Jen, Jennifer, Jets, Kimberly, Kirsty, Claire, Laura, Maggie, Natalie, and Jasmine. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it is Dave, Claire. <coughs> um, hope everybody's all okay. Um, and Lena, yes, of course, Eternal Love is Lena, so I hope you're all okay. So, yeah, so um, at the end of the day, I want to literally be able to push the Ask Sue show even more. I've actually been talking to a few people because I said, where did I want to take it? And I'd love to, somebody even said to me, they'd like me to be the next Denise. You know, on GMTV, is it? Is it GMTV? Where she talks about people's problems and, let's face it, it's black what's black's black's there and what's white's white. And I just think, oh, my goodness, she's just amazes me things she says. And I I just think, oh, my goodness, yeah, that would be great. I'd really quite like that. So uh, I hope everybody, you know, sees that I want to do that bit more. I want to make a difference. And, you know, I want to take this further on. And literally, I mean, I've had um, loads of people say to me, oh, you ought to do this, you ought to do that and do the other. But it's just literally getting there, isn't it? That's the thing. So, um, I don't really know where I want to go from here, do you know what I mean? Who knows where the world will take me, but I know I want to take it to a better place and I want to be a better person. I want to make sure that I am stronger for my children as well. So, um, I want to thank you very much for being part of it. You know, that's actually helped me as well as this, do you know what I mean? Um, and let's see if we can get a few phone calls into the show. Um, You know, if you've been bullied, if you've lost a little one, whatever it may be, give us a call into the show. Let's, uh, you know, start to help other people. Um, And maybe you can suggest some ideas what else I could do with the ASU show. You know? Um... How many people are actually into the spiritual world? How many actually um are into that, into the readings and all of that? I know there's a couple of you. But I I I absolutely love it. I manage to get readings from my nan and my daughter and everything and I just love it. I I just think it's amazing. I say to people I don't do readings but If I'm talking to people, sometimes I can actually pick up stuff off people. Um, And I just wanted to say, my daughter's just come in, let the dog through the door, opened the door, looked at me and then blew me a kiss and and put her thumb up and went back out again. Um, I just, I love it because it just gives, I would say to people, I don't knock any other beliefs or religions or anything, but I will say to people that I think that if you believe in something, that is good. And that's whatever it may be. Whatever that you believe in, or whether it's God, whether it's spirits, whatever it is that you believe in. The most hardest thing to believe in is yourself. And that's the hard bit. And quite a few of us struggle with that. But I do want to be different. I do want to make a difference. I do want to get somewhere. And... I will get there. I will get there. And it will come. Best things come to those who wait, so everybody keeps telling me. And I'm crossing my fingers right now and hopefully it will come, you know. I've got so many things that I've started and with the Ask Sue that I've literally made it where it's almost an umbrella with loads of different things. So we've got the psychic re- we've got the psychic readings, the psychic events, etc. We've got a um, a website called uk. Everybody can go and have a look at that. And there is a page on Facebook. And that's where people can actually advertise anything you want. Um, and um, quite an amazing guy did that, didn't they, Claire? <laughs> I did that website for me. And it's absolutely fantastic. And you can make sure you advertise anything you want. Um, you can put. Um, Oh, let me think. You can put anything you want. You know, whether you send a washing machine or anything, do you know what I mean? So please, just go and have a look. You know, if you want to put anything on there, most of it's free. There's a couple of business listings you can put on there, but it literally goes to Twitter and everywhere. And I've also got um, the UK page, so you can go and have a look at that as well. And I put things on there of um, interest or what I'm doing and everything, so you can get updates on there as well. And it's just it been amazing, you know, there's so many different things. Then I've also got... Um, let me just see if I can find this. So I'm trying to find links as well as do everything else here. It's a bit mad. Um, hold on a minute. So, you know, Ask Sue is not just one thing. It's quite a few things, to say the least. Do you know what I mean? And I want it to be even more, you know? Um, I want to make that difference. So I, I will have to find that link for the other one after. I've got a website that's... Um, I literally chucked together myself because I couldn't afford to do one myself. And I wanted to show people that there was more to j- to me than that. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, actually, I might have actually found it. Now, this is a very bright and colorful website that I did myself. But I want to do, wanted to do one where everybody just saw that it was, it was not just about one thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, so let me just put that a couple of times because apparently I, it's going through the chat so quick because you guys are talking so much. Uh let me just paste that there. And so you'll see there's quite a few bits that I've done on there. Um, and it's literally been where I've done um, the radio show. I've got an Ask Sue shop so we can put your adverts. Obviously, we've done the Worldwide Canine. Then I've done a little bit about myself and said, you know, what all about me, what I do and what I've been up to. Um Obviously tickets for the upcoming events that I've got. So I'm in Telford, um, where we've got a Lystic Fair, um and that's on the twenty sixth of August, so I've got that coming up. Then I've got a bit of a chat blog on there as well. And then I've got recommendations of different people that are spiritual, um, so I put that on there as well. Um quite a few good mediums on there that, you know, have, have become good friends. Then I'm also booking clerk of Eternal Light Spiritual Church, which is in Shrewsbury, which I just looked at that and I need to update that page. <laughs> then I've got, obviously, my email for, um, thing, so you can email me, contact me, or whatever i there. And then I've got a booking form for the Telford event where um, I'm literally doing stalls and all sorts. If you wanted a store you could do all that too. So it's just been absolutely amazing. Um Oh, Maggie Mitchell, I was born in Chiswick. Oh, wait, I'm literally just up the road from there. <laughs> it's so close. Hey, maybe we might. You know, I'll have to look. I might even know you more, Maggie, but I haven't realised. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you can see there's so much that I'm trying to do, there's so much that I want to do, and it's literally getting that word out and making a difference. And um, I will get there. It's just going to take a little while. So, best things come. To those who wait. Now, I have got, hopefully... Lena!
1: Let me have a look. Hi, Lena. How are you doing? <laughs> Hi. Hello, everyone. Are you okay? Yes, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Feeling a bit better tonight than I was.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sounded oh, no, you, you need I, to take time out. I can't really say I was bad last night. I just... It was good to open up and release, let's just say.
1: Exactly. And that's what my counselling sessions are for as well. But uh, I can sit here and ramble on to anybody about my issues, but I'm not going to do that tonight. I just wanted to say, well done. Uh, What did I want to say? You know what? I've been holding on for a while and I've forgotten what I was going to (laughs) say. I hate it when that happens. (laughs) That's it. Spirit will tell you exactly where you need to be, so you don't need to worry about it. Just have faith in yourself, because you know you're a very good person. And like you were mentioning about the person earlier on who kind of did the website and everything behind your back kind of thing and took you off her page that you created, you don't need people like that in your life. And you've got to sort of realize, I mean, I was exactly the same as you. I just can't say no to people when they ask for help. And I just found that every time I started helping people, they just turned their back on me, and it just, you know, just stabbed me, basically. And it took me years and years to work this out, and I've just figured it out now. I don't need people like that in my life. So, I'm in a similar situation to you, where I'm trying to find myself now, and what I want. So, I totally, totally relate to everything that you're saying, and... I turned my back on my spiritual side in 2007 when my my world was totally devastated, when the love of my life broke my heart. I was actually immigrating to the States to marry this guy. Um, I went through all the immigration crap and it was stressful, really stressful. On top of that, I was trying to sell my house, so I had stress. On top of that, the family did not approve, so I kind of lost all my family ties, and I was just torn between my family and this man that I loved with all my heart. Unfortunately, the day I found out my house was ready to sell, he broke my heart. He rang me and said he couldn't go with it. Another reason to his, uh, reason to breaking up with me was my Ciroxa because Because I was getting on really well, the mental health team that I was under told me to wean off it by taking it one day and not the next. Well, I did that. And then I started having really major kind of brain zaps, like electric current shocks in your head. It was frightening. I went from five milligram to zero. I went to my doctor the next day. He said, you're still stressed. Go back to 20 milligrams. So my body went from five to zero to 20. And I went kind of haywire. You know, I accused him of loads of things. My mood swings were all over the place. And he just said he couldn't go ahead with it. So a six-year relationship, with all the stress I've been through, having the distance between us, it totally destroyed me. Um, I did try to take my life at that time, but it wasn't successful, and I was too scared anyway. But that's when I turned my back on the spiritual world, and since then, I've just not felt right, you know? And it's it's really funny how the spirit world, once you get attached to it, they always call you back. There's always a reason for you to gain the spiritual ability and to actually work with it. That's what I I believe anyway. And it's like, as I said, this year, somehow I met this guy. Um, he was down in Surrey. But um, he was new to the spiritual world. And because I put it on my profile, I, I did all these spiritual You know, I had all these abilities, he kind of questioned me on it. So next thing you know, spirit came through, started giving me answers for him, did readings for him, and it was like, wow, where did that come from? And because of meeting him, and I thought he was my new love of my life, I thought this was it, somebody who understands me, but after a month, after all the past childhood crap that I'd been blocking came out to the fore, He felt he couldn't deal with it, and he broke up with me. So, you know, there's a reason why I met him. I thought he was my guy, and that's it. I'm going to settle with this guy. But obviously, that wasn't what spirit wanted for me. They wanted me to tune back into my spiritual side and try and find faith, because I didn't have the faith. And I'm kind of grateful for that. But I just, you know, I just feel kind of lost at the moment. I keep doubting my spiritual abilities. And when I get things through, I doubt it and think, nah, that doesn't make sense, that's not right. And I don't go forward with it. But, you know, I'm getting there slowly, one day at a time. But it's just finding some like-minded people. And I didn't know you actually did readings yourself.
0: I don't do readings. I literally can be talking to somebody and then not, sometimes I'll get stuff where I say to people about it. But I don't say that I do readings. But I mean, I have give people readings through, it's literally come about. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I give people stuff. So it's quite a thing. But I'm, I, I do work myself with the spiritual world. Do you know what I mean, I don't knock those that don't agree with it or whatever, that's their choice. And the people that say that they're, God-believers or whatever they believe. I don't knock them either. Everybody is to their own. Do you know
1: what I mean? Yes, I understand. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, bottom line is, is faith. That's how I've come to the conclusion. Whatever faith you have in, may it be God, you know, all the other gods, or um, even if it's just a little symbol of something, you know, it can be anything. It's believing in something. You know, um... That's the main thing. And if you've got that faith and you believe in something, you, it gives you comfort. And I totally understand with you as well because I've I've also done that when I'm talking to somebody, all of a sudden I'll find myself saying something and I'll be like, why did I say that? I didn't say that. And it's just like something just tells you to just say it, whatever it is. And it's obviously a message for the person you're talking to.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean... I've worked with cards, I've done psychometry, I've had amazing results, uh, but it's just trusting myself to do that again, I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: I take yeah. one day. I know. Time. I mean. it, it takes time, doesn't it, and and especially when you've been away from something, you come back to it, it does take a bit to get back into it and have that trust back into it again, even with spiritualism.
1: Exactly. Definitely. So. We did go off topic. I went off topic. I talked about spiritual. I know this is about depression, but um, what did you want to talk about? <laughs> I didn't have it. I've forgotten all the questions I was going to ask, unless you've got other comments. <laughs> <callers.
0: laughs> it's fine, don't worry. But no, I mean, um, there's loads of different. I always say to people when they say about their religion, I always say to people, nobody can. How do I put this? Spiritualism, you can prove to agree that it's there, because by the message you can give. But a lot of religions, none of us can actually be, show 100% that it's for real. Whether it be the Bible, how do we know that that's for real? You know, you know whether you're a Jehovah's witness, how, can we, how do we know that's actually for real? All of these different things, none of us can actually prove this 100%. So how can anybody have the right to knock it? And I see why many many wars have been started over religion. And exactly. it doesn't need to be like that. We just all need to be, realize that different people believe in different things. So
1: I mean my mum was a very religious lady. I am Indian so um my mother was very religious and all she did all her life was praise praise the Krishna, God and She went to the temple every single day. She worshipped him and everything. And, you know, bless her heart. My parents have both passed on now. But, you know, that gave her strength. I mean, my mother had 14 children. Well, 16. Two died at birth. So a big family I come from. And, like, my dad was in the army uh, back in India and everything. He used to have a lot of flashbacks. He went through a lot of traumatic times, which I personally don't remember because I was very little. Um, But, you know, other family members tell me. And we had a lot of hard times in our life, you know, in in her life, basically. And yet her worshipping the gods, that, that was it. You know, that was everything to her. And that gave her strength. And I'm kind of proud of that, although she never pushed it on us. She never pushed religion on us, so I kind of was brought up by my brother in London, uh, and he's a snob, and he didn't really believe in religion that much at, t- at that time. You know, he got me eating meat and all sorts, and, you know, I wasn't really born with religion as such, so I didn't really didn't know where I fitted in. Coming, like, to the UK when I was three years old, and being brought up in the UK amongst white people, you know, it was... It was like I don't want to offend anybody, please. You know, I mean no offense with what I say, but that's the only way I can say what I'm saying. But I kind of mingled with the white folks more, and I kind of became more westernised than Indianified, if that's the word. But yeah. um, all all my life growing up, I got criticised so much. You know, about mixing with the white folk all the time and that. And I'm like. Right now, my culture, I mean, if somebody asked me what religion I was, I'm not Indian. I don't say I'm, you know, Hindu. I always say I'm more new age because that's what I believe in, you know. I mean, although I was surrounded by the Indian gods and goddesses and, you know, the tradition and everything, I find myself more comfortable with the new age uh, religion, if that's what you want to call it, um, than my own culture and I've had so much criticism made to, made by me by my sisters towards me, you know, and it's it's upsetting at times. It hurts. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I did type it in there, but, you know, I had one sister say to me, oh, uh, mum and dad didn't bring us up to be, you know, not forget our roots. Well, I know my roots. But, you know, t- calling the pop, uh, kettle pop, what, what's the saying? Ca- calling the... A the pop, black. Yes, she married a Muslim. She's changed her religion to become Muslim. She doesn't even do the Hindu festivals anymore. And I'm like, uh, you know, why are you criticizing me for dating white men when, you know, you've changed your whole religion, so you can't turn that round, me. i can also relate with you about how family have been you know not supportive i mean i've not had support from my family and it's difficult it's very difficult
0: yeah exactly well there's nothing so worse as family at times
1: yeah they're your worst enemies at times
0: yeah exactly exactly well nina thanks very much for calling into the show
1: no worries. I was just blabbering and uh, ranting, and as usual. <laughs> oh, don't be
0: down. We, we all like a good rant. You can't beat it.
1: <laughs> oh, bless you.
0: But keep
1: Thanks, the so much
0: for call- Thanks so much for calling into the show. Thank you. Okay then, love. I'll speak to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. And thank you, to Lena for joining the show. Uh, I've just posted a couple of um, links in. Hope everybody's all okay. Um, if anybody wants to give me a call in, maybe the something that I have talked about you can um, understand and you can um, sort of join in with. Uh, so if you'd like to give us a call in on 347-327-9694 or one 347 Three, two, seven, nine, six, nine, four. So if you want to give us a call on any of them, um, we'll be happy to uh, have a bit of an atta with you. I've sort of lost my my brain at the minute. To say the least, no, I didn't have one before you all start. It, it went a long time ago, to say the least. Um, but if anybody wants to give us a call in, um, come and have an atta. Um, by all means, just you know, give us a call if you've got a story that you want to tell. Maybe you're about your family or your childhood or whatever it may be, by all means, give us a call in. Um, um, I hope everybody's all okay in the chat room. Is everybody all okay? Um, I could see quite a few of you were laughing about something. Something obviously tickled. I'm saying no more about that. Um, So I hope everybody's all okay in there to say the least. So I'm going to put a song on for our. Uh, for my mate Steve and claire, uh this one we all, every time I do it we do a phone call, and yes, me, Steve, and Claire all have a free some on the phone, and yes, oh my God, we do have some natters, I can tell you, and this one it always plays in the background, it's only for a minute, and we absolutely love this song so that this one's just for you two. this one's hilarious, Larry's, and I love it, I think it's Ace, and if I had my way, we'd have have this on a certain c d and you'll know what I mean. here you go. Voice keeps on calling me down
3: the road. That's where I'll all
0: Absolutely, love that tune. Oh, do you know what I mean? Every time I used to watch that as a kid, you know, all these memories I have as a kid, it's quite funny. I've just seen um, one actually on a Facebook, a picture. Um, It's just come up on my Facebook. And it's, um. do you remember the old plastic record players we used to have as kids? The ones where they used to have them little plastic records. They were all different colors. And you had five and it, it slid in the back of the um record player. I had one of them. And I've just seen it and I was thinking, oh, my goodness, I wonder what ever happened to that. I'm sure my mum must have chicked in the bin at some point. And then I also read, and would you believe it, it's gone off it. Hold on a minute, let me see if I can find it again. There was a little verse and I thought, good grief, it must have put that on for us. Um, And now I can't find it. Here it is. Appreciate those who love you, help those who need you. Forgive those who hurt you and forget those who leave you. I thought that was quite good to say the least. I thought I could quite take with that. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to read a message. Somebody's just put um, a Rand message on my inbox, and Claire, you can imagine who. Anyway, I'll swiftly move on. Anyway, um, I just. Where do I move on from here? I'm thinking about um, about how it was for me as a child, really. Um, my children always saying how a terrible life is, and I know, again, me and Claire have quite a laugh about the fact that the kids, the sayings they come out with. Oh, but, Mum, do I have to? Mum, can I do this, this, and this? No. But, Mum, can I do this, business? This, this? No. No, mum. Can I do this, this, and this? I'll tell you what. Do what you want. But mum, no. Do you mean yes or no? Oh, I've answered it three times and you're still questioning me. So why did you ask me the first time? You know, how many times have we done that? You know what I mean? And I, I think to myself, when we, when I was younger, I used to have to help my mum and dad. Um, well, my mum. Sorry, I'll get my facts right. In a I'm trying to read the chat and do everything else. But I literally. I used to help my dad every weekend, and we used to do logs. My dad used to sell logs to people. And we did loads and loads and loads of these logs, and we used to chop them all with an axe. Yes, I even had mussels then. And I used to chop these logs, and we used to do a trailer load. We'd go up to the house, we'd sell them. We'd go home, have our dinner, then we'd do another load, and we'd go and take them to the house and come back. And did we get pocket money? No. Did we get anything? No. Did we get a thank you? I don't even remember that, really. But we never even questioned it. That's just what we did. We never even thought about, you know, oh, we wanted to go out with our mates or whatever like that. We never even thought like that. You know, and I just think to myself, you know, if I ask my kids now to chop a load of logs, they'd look at me as if I'd gone mental. Do you know what I mean? They just don't seem to... um, see it at all. You know, you ask them to do one job. Like we used to do, like, God knows how many when we were kids. and wouldn't even think about it. And now we ask them one, and you'd think you'd have asked them for the life. Where does that one all go, you know? Absolute crazy, to say the least. What stories have you got when you were a kid? Have you got any stories that you want to tell us about when you were a kid? And whether or not you can... I don't know, something funny maybe. You know, something that you think, oh, my goodness, that wouldn't happen this day. You know? And... I just get amazed by my children, the fact that you say to them, you know, um, you know, we say, oh, should we go for a walk? And they go, yeah, but that's a bit far, Mum. You know what I mean? Or you ask them anything, and it seems like it's almost such a big chore to do, you know? And I just think nothing, you know, we weren't given anything in this life for nothing. And we need to teach the kids that it's not such an easy life. But then you look, and then you think, well, actually, it probably isn't. It's a lot easier than it was. But then I think once they get out into that real world, what a hard life it actually is for them and what have we brought them into? You know, we used to good grief we we'd, we wouldn't we would leave in the in of breakfast, um go for a walk down the river, do maybe a bit of fishing or something or get the fishing rods out and go and bike down the road for miles, and we come back when we we're hungry. They they didn't ring us on our mobile to ask us where we were. They didn't give us two pounds to get something while we were out, or a fiver as the case may be. And we didn't have any of that. So how on earth did we survive then? You know? Um, bye to Laura, who's just popped in and just got um who's been on and is saying goodnight to us. Good night, Laura. Have a good night, okay? Um and do you know what it just amazes me. How did we survive without mobile phones? I'm one of them. Can't go anywhere without my, without my without my mobile, and I go down the road, and yes, I put it in my bra, and yes, I'm the one that t- hits myself on the boob, you know, to see if it's there, you know. Yes, and I've even been in the co-op before now and feeling almost myself up to find my mobile phone, you know, that thing. Yeah, and it, oh, I have to keep up to date in the world, you know what's going on, you know, and it's just hilarious. And I just think, oh my goodness, and when we and. We, I never had any. Do you know? what I actually wanted when I was a kid. I wanted big track. Did anybody remember that big track? And you used, to be able, you used to be able to put left one, right one, and whatever, and it would go to where you wanted it to be. I so wanted that. But we never got anything that we wanted when we were kids. And I'm not. I haven't got the violin out and saying, "Oh my God, I never got anything." Do you know what I mean? I mean, I had a good childhood in one sense. Because, you know, and we used to mend our own bikes and get second-hand bikes and do them up and stuff. But we appreciated things more then. It wasn't taken for granted or anything like that. I tell you what, uh, Dave's just saying that apparently my son has big track. His dad bought it for him last His dad bought it last year for him. I want to borrow it, okay, because I think it's brilliant. I, I, I think They're ace. And I never got one, you know, never. Um, I'll tell you a really funny story. Now, this is one of them that you're going to laugh your heads off. I think it's time for a bit of laughter now. So, I can remember one day my mum saying to me, David and Malcolm, my brothers, me and my brothers, that I needed to, we needed to behave, we needed to stop falling out, and she got a surprise for us at the weekend if we behaved. Oh my goodness! Me and David and Malcolm were running round, couldn't do enough. And we were thinking, oh my god, what could it be? It might be a bike each. Oh my god, it might be a computer. Oh, it might be the new centipede game, you know? And oh my goodness, we were going mental with all these things. I mean, let's face it, a kid's imagination runs wild, doesn't it? You know, I'm not being funny. We i have had a new ice with that imagination we've got going. And it was like, oh my goodness, we might be going, we might be going to seaside. Oh, we might be going here, there, and everywhere. And you know, all week we were brilliant. We had the odd couple of squabbles while Mum wasn't looking, but you know, we were pretty good all week. It got to the Saturday morning, and we were waiting desperately for her to get up. when she got up, and and we put everything out ready. You know, everything was tidy and everything else. Do you know what I mean? And oh my God, I was so excited. I, I thought I was going to burst. Do you know what I mean? And we were waiting and waiting for time. And Mum said, Mum said, what's up with you? And we said, oh, we're waiting for our surprise. Oh, yes, she said, I've forgotten. I thought, forgotten. OK, you know, yep, yep, OK. Can't wait. So we all sat at the, break, at the table, right? And we're sitting there with our arms folded. And we're waiting and waiting. And Mum said, well, you need to shut your eyes. So we shut our eyes. We're waiting desperately. And we're squeezing our eyes, a tight shot, even though we're desperate to look. And then she said it. She said, yes, you can open your eyes. And then I took a look. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Not. No, it was absolutely rubbish. I looked down at the table to see Kellogg's cereal bowls each. Yes, she'd been collecting the Kellogg's cereal bowl tickets. You know what we used to get off the side? And she has saved up all them for cereal bowls. All that goodness, all that good children and everything else, and we got cereal bowls. Oh, my Lord. I think, I think to be fair, I just looked at it and thought, oh, my God, I just want to smash it in my temper at that time. And, and the thing is, I was never one of them that was ungrateful. Do you know what I mean? And it was just ridiculous, absolutely, and honestly, there's all these sorts of things. So, you know, as kids, we did appreciate things, but I really didn't appreciate them. cereal balls, although, obviously, we still use them and everything else. But, you know, I just thought, oh, my goodness, you have got to be kidding. So it was just mad, to say the least. Now, I want to very quickly just see if anybody wants to call into the show, 347 three two seven nine six nine four or you want to call in from the UK on double zero one three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. If you want to give us a call in um, a quick shout out to you all. We've got Bill, we've got Dave, we've got Debs, M the Palace Fan, Lena, the Human Race, Jen, Jennifer, Jets, Claire, Maggie, Natalie, Steve, Yasmin, and a sneaky guest. Let's do a little private message to the guest. Hold on a minute. It's... Oh, oh yeah. there we are. Hello, guest. Hope you're okay. Um, let's just ask them who they are. Who are you? Let's see if they answer. Anyway, let's leave that for a moment. Is there anybody who would like to um, say a little message um, on the chat? At the moment, you know, maybe there's somebody that wants to say something and doesn't want to ring in. By all means, put a message on chat. I'll have a quick peep on chat for you. Uh, let me just have a look. Oh, let me see. Oh, the guest left the room. <laughs> oh, I have that effect. You just speak to them and they disappear. That's brilliant. Like I say, delete and block is a brilliant thing, isn't it? I didn't actually hit the night, though, to be fair. Um... So if anybody wants to give us a call in, um, Lena's joined the date site. Oh, brilliant. Let's see if we can find you somebody nice, Lena. You know, if anybody else wants to join that, I can buy on me to put it on there again. Um, let me just see if I've got anything on Facebook I need to tell you about. Oh, by the way, if you go onto the Ask Sue show wall at the moment, we've got a couple of videos that uh, Laura has put on for us. And they are on YouTube as well, so she's put the links to it. So if you want to go and have a look at that, that's absolutely fantastic. Oh, I've absolutely loved it. She's worked really hard. So thank you to Laura for that. Um, if anybody wants to give us a call in, 347-327-9694. And tomorrow night, I think I'm going to be doing a show about, obviously, the worldwide canine crusade. And also doing some auctions as well for some of the Things that we've got um, up for auction on the Ask Sue auction page. So if anybody wants to join up to there, quite a few things going on there at the moment. Uh, we've got horse, <laughs> I felt like saying horse course, sounds a bit wrong, doesn't it really, uh, with Joanne. Um, so we've got that on there that it's, we've got bids on at the moment. So please go and have a look. Um, I'll just put that link on. I think that's the right one, hopefully. (laughs) Goodness knows what I may have put up for you. Let me just check to make sure I've actually got that right. Uh, Yep, that's the right one. So if you want to go and have a look. um, Let's think what else we've got on there you can join. We've got BSLC's dog supported by Ask Sue. Um, Let me me copy the links for you. Um, Hold on a minute. Let me see Oh, it's all gone off. Oh no, there it is. Um so you've got BSL dogs supported by Ask Sue. So we've got that one. Um what else have we got on here? Let me just look. oh. Uh so we've got loads of different ones with the Ask Sue group. Um we've got we've got the dating in the UK. Um, we've got Ask Sue rescues that's another good one. So if you see a dog that needs rescuing, you can actually put it on there as well. So that's somewhere because we had loads of um, rescue dogs going on the Ask Sue Show wall, so it was good to um, have somewhere we could actually put all these on. So, but how many people have actually joined the Worldwide Canine Crusade dot com? Have you all joined there yet? Give me a quick shout out if you've uh, joined there. And we've also got uh, We Love Ask Sue. Um, we actually had where Psychic Max did this page for me. Um, so that's... Um, oh, and everything's just gone totally wrong now. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can get this to it. There we go. The Ask Sue Like. Um Right, let me see what else I've got on there. So, yeah, we've got quite a few bits and pieces. I've also got, anybody who wants to know about any of the psychic groups I've got, um, by all means give me an email, asksueshow at com, and that is where I've got, I have got. I can email you a list of all the groups that I've got. And we've got like a psychic medium directory, we've got the dating group for the UK, we've got the Eternal Light Spiritist Church, we've got uh, businesswomen in the UK, Psychic Awareness Grows Across the UK, Psychic Awareness Grows Across the World, Psychic Events Directory, um, Charity Events in the UK, um, oh, just loads of different things, so you know, if there's, there's something for everybody with the Ask Sue, as you can say, so um, it's been absolutely fantastic, I, it's been absolutely brilliant, do you know what I mean, so... I should go in there as a phone-in psycho. Steve, you don't need to do that, love, because we already know. You don't need to phone in. We know what you are, love. It's okay. Trust me, me and Claire know. The way you were laughing last night, I'm saying no more about it. I tell you what, he is hilarious. He is such a character, I tell you. He's just so, so funny. He's hilarious. (laughs) But, yes, don't worry, Steve. We love you. Um, if you want to give us a call in, by all means you can. That's a no problem. Oh, hold on a minute, I've actually got somebody else on the line. Hold on a minute, let's have a look. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello, darling. Hello, darling, how are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. How
4: are you? I'm okay, I'm still, I'm still jubilant and upbeat. You're trying, you're thinking, I know the voice. I I know the voice. I, I do, yeah. <laughs> it's Jets, darling.
0: How are you, Jetsy? okay? You obviously did a mind read there when you thought she actually doesn't know who I am, but she's trying to think. And you're like, yeah, I, won't. I
4: know. I thought I'll just tease her a bit longer. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> How I are you couldn't... doing, love? You're okay?
4: Oh, I'm having a great day. I'm having an absolutely brilliant day. And I started thinking maybe it was because I was just having a good day. And then I realised it was because I'd been um, because. I've been doing a lot of work. I'm supposed to take my medicine at the same time every night, but because I've been doing a lot of work and I've been involved with talking to people, I've not been taking my meds till like 12, 1, 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'm oh, yeah. that's why I'm feeling great. <laughs> 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 <That's
0: not good. laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, James, I know... I know for a fact, firstly, I want to say on the radio, this lass has done so much to help us with the worldwide Canine Crusade. You have done absolutely fantastic with us, and she's part of our team now. And I tell you what, we are proud to have her on here because she's been absolutely fantastic. I know Steve and Claire will both back this up. She's been, you've been a star, haven't you, to be, say the least? <laughs> I've done my best. I've done what I can. Um, oh, I've it's even, been,
3: I've,
4: I, I see you know, um, when you were asking if we could send emails to celebrities, and I, I went through my, oh my goodness, I went through my, uh, my list of all my people, as I call them. They're all my people. If they're on my page, they're my people. And I thought, right, well, who am I going to send them to? And I thought, oh look, there's Jason Statham. That's his personal page. I'll send it to him. He won't mind. And I thought, well. What do you class as a celebrity? Because a celebrity to me is somebody who's world famous. So, well, Ferrari's world famous, and I've got their personal page, and, oh, look, there's Lotus, and and look, oh, Formula One, there's Red Bull Racing, and there's McLaren, and Oh, I'll just send them out to everyone.
2: And you never know,
4: by this time next year, we could have our logo on the front of every single F1 card and there's 22 of them that go all around the world and get filmed all over, you never know.
0: Oh, my goodness, yeah. Oh, do you know, I've got so many ideas coming up at the moment. And at the moment, I'm actually working with um, Debs at the moment. Hi, Debs. So pure okay, Diane. Um, And we are in the process of starting an event up. The All Being Well will be the August the 11th when we do our blue and grey hair. Yeah.
2: Blue
0: and grey?
2: Yeah. Where the hell did yeah. blue and grey go? That's, that's because once you've done the, done the blue, you're black in black shock and you can't
0: and not grey. <laughs> Oh, you what. I must be losing my marvels, slowly but surely you know um, but go in blue and green hair or your face or whatever, and so I've been talking to Debs today, and hopefully we've got a park to go to we're just going to have it confirmed by the council. They have said we can, but we've got we've just getting it confirmed, and so we need all of you to help us out here to be able to sort out this event literally it's literally in just a few days, but we need stalls and everything, so jets you'll be. You'll I'll be busy again, love, soon, okay? <laughs> oh, that's
4: no problem. I'm here. I'm, I, like, uh, as I was saying, so I woke up too early. I woke up at 7 o'clock, and I don't know why. And it, it, I thought I was late, so I thought, because I had to go out, I had to go and get insulin for my cat. And uh, I thought I was late, so I dived out of bed, and then I suddenly realised it's a bit too quiet for late. And I looked at my watch, and it was 7 a.m. But, of course, I was already wide awake by then, so I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs>
2: oh, bless you.
4: So, yes, I I had many hours of twiddling my thumbs, thinking too much, (laughs) what can I do, what can I do, what can I do, and I actually did quite a bit, I was very pleased, Um, I managed to speak to the vets over here, because I was under the impression that we didn't have BSL over here, because I'd never, I'd heard of one case of it, but I didn't class that as being BSL, because i have never heard of it. And uh, So I thought, well, I'll randomly ask the vet. (laughs) It was so funny. I was like, um, I'm coming for my insulin. And she went, oh, there you go. And I said, oh, thank you very much. Can I ask a question? She said, yeah. And I said, BSL, do we have that in Jersey? And she went, what do you mean? And I said, breed-specific legislation, do we have that in Jersey? And she went, in what context? And I went, well, in the Dangerous Dog Act. And she went, well, yes, well, we have it, but it's under um, England. It's under the England rule. It's not. So I just looked at her and I went, okay, thank you very much. And I could see in her mind that was a very strange question. I wonder what that was about.
3: <laughs> 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 I just, just bounced that door. bye.
0: <laughs> oh, bless you. And this is the thing. I mean, even my daughter <clears throat> got on the other day on Facebook, and she said, you know, why are the BSL killing innocent dogs? I mean, she's 11. I mean, to be fair, me, me, Claire, and Steve, and yourself, and everybody's been talking about it that much. I'm surprised they're not writing on piece of papers and putting posters on the door. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, And it, it's, the word is actually starting to get about, but we just need people to get to the website. And it's mm. so difficult. We've done everything to try and get everybody on there, but it's just get, making them realize that we're doing a lot behind the scenes, not stuff that we can really shout out about.
4: I know, it's, and, and, and you know the the other thing. I mean, I know I know that there's stuff that you can't talk about, and I know that that makes it difficult, and I know it's hard. How can you how can you shine when you can't switch the light on, sort of thing, you know? And it's sex sells. Make it sexy. Get Steve in a pair of little trunks and get him on that page, Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about
0: how about we could do a calendar? I was thinking
4: that. And I was thinking, a calendar, Look. a saucy calendar of people with their dogs. So, obviously, yes. you've got to have the dog theme to keep it, you know, clean. And then you can have Steve, and we can have I Sinister. I've
0: just, just got to say something funny. I was about <laughs> to say, yeah, Steve could be nude in um, with, with his rotty sat in front of him. But then, to be fair, he would only need a chihuahua to do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh
3: Oh, Oh, bless (laughs) (laughs) them.
0: The the picture just came to mind. It just, you know. Say what you see. What, what does the catchphrase say? Say what you see. Say what you see. Yeah, say what you see.
4: <laughs> say
3: what you
4: see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is oh, wicked! Is that's wicked. Well, the the reason, well, the reason why I called, you know, I mean, yes, I called to have a little chat with you, but I know that um, you might have Steve on, so I don't want to. I don't want to leave it to
0: the last it's minute. It's alright, so I haven't called time. in yet, so you're free to go, love. Carry on. Oh, that's good. That's good. And
4: um, what I wanted to do is, um, I wanted to tell you a little story um i have um, bipolar disorder and when i was diagnosed i kept very quiet about it because of stigma because people look at you differently they think that you're the person that's going to go into work and shoot the whole place up and kill people for no reason whatsoever so i never said anything about him and then um I was was in my job, I'd been in my job for two and a half years, and somebody that I trusted, I actually trusted someone, it was amazing, I couldn't believe it, what's wrong with me? Um, I told her that I had bipolar, and she let it slip to other people, and suddenly it got around the office, and I got pulled into head office, and they said, have you got bipolar? And I thought, damn, Um, I can't say no, because that would be a lie, and if they found out I was lying, I could lose my job. But I don't want to say yes, because if I say yes, then I could lose my job for not telling them right at the beginning that I had bipolar. I thought, oh, I don't know what to do. So I said yes. I said, yes, I have bipolar. I've had it. I've been diagnosed for several years. I've been on medication. I've been fine. And what happened was incredible. And after that, there was only three people out of the 45 people that worked in that office that actually stood by me and stayed as my friends. They, they're still my friends today, the rest of them. They started bullying and manipulating and distancing themselves from me. And I ended up so ill that I was in, um, I was taken into hospital um, two times. Um, one time I had um, a CT scan and one time I had an MRI scan because I was losing consciousness. I just get these massive pains in my head and lose consciousness. And it transpired. That it was the stress of what was going on in the office. So I turned around to the office and I said, "Excuse my language, fuck you very much, bye." And yeah. I decided at that point that I'm not going to hide. I am absolutely not going to hide. So what I did was I found the most perfect YouTube clip on, um, on obviously YouTube. Yes, and um, I put it on my <laughs> Facebook page. I know, eh? where else are you going to find a YouTube clip? Oh, Google. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I posted the um, the video on, on my wall. I had over 300 friends at that time. And I actually said, this is what I am. This is what I've got. You've known me for many years. Because what annoyed me about these assholes that I work with is they've worked with me for two and a half years. They all liked me. They all respected me. They all pretended to be my friend. But as soon as they heard that I had something that they didn't understand, they treated me like I was a bad dog. Um, you know, they they just uh, straight, you no, know, a bad dog, not having that whatsoever. And um, once I once I came out, as it were, and I told everybody, it kind of took the stigma out of it and it took the sting out of the tail. And I had one person a few months later who didn't know that i I already outed myself. And this person, um, he, he said, oh, I know something about you. And I said, really, what do you know? And he said, I know what you've got. What, what, what have I got? Well, as far as I'm aware, I don't have anything. I'm like, you've got a mental disease. Oh, have I? Really? You've only just found out about that. I'm going to tell everybody. Well, you're a bit late. I told them all three months ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: exactly. And, so, and I mean, this is the thing. Everybody's always for shooting everybody down. And why? What is the point in it all?
4: It's because it's ignorance, it's because they don't know, it's because they haven't got enough information, and people, as a general rule, what they don't know, they shy away from, they fear, because it's something that's out of the norm. Yeah. It's sad, but that's the way it is, you know, and people categorize, I mean, when you hear somebody who has depression, you know, people, they hear the word depression, and they think, oh, look at you, you're suicidal, I'm going to stay away from you, you're weird. And it's terrible. We shouldn't shouldn't let that happen. We should be more open so that everybody understands that it's not like that. And you just need to have a little patience and a little understanding and try to be a bit more, um, you know, a bit more positive and a little less negative about it.
0: Yeah. See, the the trouble is, I mean, recently, obviously, I was saying earlier about the fact that I've had people saying they're going to do this, that and the other. Now, I'm not being funny. That wasn't, that was somebody, yes, who's had an issue in the past, Mm-hmm. Who's got issues now, but was literally attention-seeking, and it yeah. was really difficult, because I'd already got my own things, I was already trying to do the worldwide canine crusade, I've already yeah. got four kids, and you've got somebody who was literally telling a story that was, I questioned, I thought, hold on a minute, this doesn't sound quite right. And when yep. I found out, it was all just lies. If they'd have just said to me, I've got mental problems, Sue, can you can you be here and can you talk to me and whatever, that's fine. But why lie to me to get that attention? I just thought, you know, this is what Ask Sue is all about. If you need help, you can ask me. I mean, I'm, I'm one person, and let me tell you now, I've got enough issues of my own. But, you know, I've always tried to be there for people, but it was a fact that they lied to me. And literally... Went and also inboxed people they didn't even know who were my friends, and because I wasn't messaging them at that time because I was busy, they were then mm. messaging my friends who they didn't even know.
2: Mm. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? And I was like, oh my good god, you know, it, it, it was it was just dangerous to say the least. you know what I mean? Mm. So I know exactly well, what you mean. Um, Jets, we're going to be joined by two other angels. Hold on a minute. Oh, hi guys. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs>
5: Hiya.
0: Hello.
4: Oh,
5: hello, how are you sure, hey, hello,
4: mm-hmm. hello, Jess. Hello, Steve, darling. How you doing?
5: I'm very good, thank you. I was just talking about naughty things with Claire, and then suddenly we heard a bleep, and we were live. So I could job I shut up, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna carry on. That has been quite funny to say. <coughs> yeah, that would been <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, you we've know, got a worldwide doing canine doing crusade get together and um oh my lord, it's a foursome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Woo! Well, <that's>
2: yes. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I so hi Claire and Steve. Are you both okay? Very well, thank you. Hi, hi
0: Claire, Claire there.
5: thank you very much, darling.
0: Good, good. Now, have we got any updates with the worldwide Canine Crusade while we're here?
5: Um,
2: I, I, we now I, officially have a bank account. We, we now officially have a bank account with an account number and a sort code and all sorts of banky things. Yeah. Um, so that's quite a move forward.
0: She it did say banky then, didn't she? Yes,
2: yes,
4: yes. <laughs> no. 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 She's not thinking about Steve
2: now. <laughs> 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 Oh dear. Carry on, sorry
0: Claire.
5: And, and 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 I don't know if anyone said but Claire has um, managed to buy hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of amazing worldwide canine crusade wristbands, which we will be having delivered in the coming weeks. And there is we've got a special offer on them at the moment. I sound like a market trader. But oh,
2: they're they're only two pounds am I right, like two
5: pounds seventy five each? No, it's two pounds seventy yeah. five, including and packing, all delivered. To the UK. Including,
2: yeah, to the UK. Um US won't be that much more, but I do need to, when I actually get the merchandise, I need to weigh it and then work out um, the packing uh, postage charges to the US.
5: And, oh, that's and, and really if you want to be really generous and, and you want to buy 10, you can have 10 for £20. Pounds, that's a saving of £7.50. And then you can sell them to all your mates down the pub. Um, so for and each. And, and, and even better... For five reach you can make a killing and even better for a limited special time now, only for the limited special time, everybody who donates £10 on the Worldwide Canine Crusade website will go on a list to receive a free wristband for every £10 you donate. So donate 100 quid and you get ten of them, so you can sport them gaily down at your local, uh, local I was going to say, local job centre. Local, local, <laughs> local
3: <laughs> <injury>. <laughs> How did you know? Who told you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you
5: what?
0: sounds
5: like such uh, so a there waiting for the delivery. <laughs> Again, P- Claire has paid for these, so we want to sell as many of them as we possibly can in order to get her money back um, and to, to obviously make some money for the charity. But they're going to be really sexy because Claire's told me all about them, haven't you, Claire?
2: Well, if, I, if I've ordered them, I, I only do sexy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's why she likes to talk. How
0: many have we actually got... Um, on our website now, are we getting a few numbers in at last?
2: Let me just give you uh, an update on that. She says clicking on the wrong link. No, that's something to do with horses being rude. No, joking. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to size one here. Send me that and link. We so have a total of little, little drum roll, two hundred and seventy-two members to date. I think that's better than, than it was. Amazing, amazing the videos there. that Laura has very kindly done. Um, I'm hoping that they're going to bring in some more. And uh, just say thank you so much to Laura for that. Thank you, Laura. Yes, I'd love to get some
4: well, done They were brilliant. Anybody else got any news?
0: Um, no, only by no. the fact that we're supposed to be getting a event together on August 11th, um, and it's going to be very, very much a, a together job, and we'll be doing posters and all sorts, and it'll be just a bit mental. But that'll be coming onto the Ask Sue show um, wall as well as the Worldwide Canine Crusade wall as well. So that will be good Thank and coming up shortly. Ah, oh,
4: that's brilliant. very well, shortly. <laughs> I've I've got some news. Has anybody know, managed uh, to
5: donate it? To- Sorry, Jeff.
4: Go on, sorry, carry darling.
5: on. No, no, you go first. Age before no, no, you No, no, no. You, you... All right, sorry. <laughs> Has anybody managed to donate a chihuahua?
4: <laughs> oh, you heard that. Oh, yes, blushing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
5: It better no, be a I big just... chihuahua, I tell you.
4: I was just going to say, what what I've been doing is, because I've been losing track of dogs and where they are and what we're up to, I've created an album which is open to the public. And every single day, um, what I've been doing is I've been adding to this. And if you don't mind, what I'd like to do is I'd just like to name um, a few of the dogs that have been um, taken off the BSL and sent home today. Yes, please. Okay. We first of all we have Gracie. I I
5: think that's a fantastic idea.
4: Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. I told you I had too much time (laughs) on my hands. I was thinking, thinking, thinking. (laughs) Well, first we have um, Gracie. She was actually pulled off the youth table. That was how close she was, and that was in um, San Bernardino County. Um, That's in America, wasn't it? But she's beautiful there's a lovely photo of her and she's just loving her dog warden and it's really good to see that the dog warden's loving her back um we've got a missing Something dog we're not
0: used to over here I know, oh, sorry I was like, look, dog
4: warden, look. there is a missing dog and his name's Lennox now I was uh, Lennox that's a bit weird but he's in the Liverpool area and what we don't know is we don't know if that's in Liverpool England or Liverpool America so Um, Friends uh, have all got together, and we've posted everybody, and it's come from Dog de Bordeaux Rehoming. Now, Lennox has got a uh, a skin complaint, and he he needs urgent medical attention, so we've um, flashed his photo around everywhere, and we're asking people. He's gone to a male in the Liverpool area. That's all they know about this dog. They went away for a weekend, and when they came back, their carer had given the dog away for no reason whatsoever. So um, we've posted that picture around, and we're keeping that going. We've also got um, Duke. Um, Duke actually came home today. He was neutered, um, but he was released today, and Duke has been one of our popular dogs. He's been one of the ones that um, everybody's been asking about and wanting to know about. And there's an amazing picture of him with his owner. This was before he was seized. But he's such a lovely dog, and he's got the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. It's absolutely wonderful. wonderful. And then we have another dog called Rubens. Now, Rubens got into a bit of trouble because um, his owner separated from her, her partner, and the partner wouldn't allow her to take Rubens. Now, Rubens was seized, um, but the, uh, the owner, the lady, actually went to court and fought for him, and she actually won the case, and he was released into her care as well. So that's three dogs that have been released in the last couple of days. It's been brilliant.
0: Oh, that is that's nice, good news. Bit.
5: Mm. Yes, I, did. Could and I have you to just that? say something on that. Sorry? sorry, 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 I interrupted you again. We have a terrible delay. Um, could I just say one thing, actually? Um, obviously, our whole campaign is is to amend BSL um, mm-hmm. and, and to put some serious um, changes in place. Um, okay. And as part of that, we we want to educate. Mm-hmm. But I think it is important to share the good news, like you have there, Jess. I've spoken with one or two police forces about cases that I've heard about this week of dogs being seized, and you know, not not every time does it end in disaster. There are dogs that do go through a process and and, and you know of of going on a special register and are allowed home, um, and sometimes that involves a court battle, and and sometimes actually one or two of the police forces I've spoken with, you know, have actually genuinely cared about getting these dogs home after assessing them and mm-hmm. and deeming them to be of no Um, No danger So I I think the problem is Not every local authority And not every police force And I think it's worth just saying and I won't name any at the moment But there are one or two out there That seem to be doing a fairer job than others But clearly we've got a heck of a lot to fight for um, And and, and get standards throughout the country Especially when it does go to court But it is really nice to hear That there are dogs going home um, and, And that it's not every dog that sees that ends up on the euthanasia table You know?
4: oh absolutely exactly. i mean what what i've noticed is i've seen um, i've seen many comments that they're becoming increasingly common now, not just on our pages but on other pages that I checked too, saying you know these these dogs are just being killed, and it doesn 't matter what we do it doesn't seem to make any difference, so why are we doing it and I thought well. Let's give people a bit of hope. Let, let's let's show them that there are dogs that are being released. And then hopefully that will spur them on. That will give them the, you know, they will start to think, I am doing a good job. I am helping. I contributed to that. And that will spur them on just a little bit further and redirect them to our page and say, oh, isn't that the best page in the world?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got three minutes left on the show. So I'm really sorry, but we, uh, this, Two hours doesn't go anywhere, it's ridiculous. It doesn't, so. does it? No, it's mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ch- thank you very much for calling in the show. Thank you very much to Claire and Steve. Thank you very much as well. You're welcome. You're absolutely it's welcome, Can nice I say something
2: quickly, Sue? Yes, certainly, Claire, go I can ahead. Can I say something quickly? Um, in, the, in the vein of, of what the show was tonight and yesterday, I'd like to say how um, how lovely it is to see people sharing and realising that they're not alone and that so many other people are or have gone through similar things or are going through similar things. And the love on the run and and seeing what people are writing and supporting each other has just been absolutely amazing. So I'd like to thank you to you, Sue, and uh, thank you to the supporters of Ask of Sue and of the World Wide Crusade and, and knowing that what what amazing people we have behind us. Absolutely,
5: absolutely. absolutely. i well done to Sue. Again, you also said and you all absolutely. And
4: of course to yourself, <laughs> as well. I do. I got it from you. It's a, and a big, big cheer to our canine queen. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, I must just say,
0: I did have a giggle today when somebody put, "We, I should be called H R C H, a royal that was me. canine." Um, her man, oh, Jeremy, her Oh, royal canine on. highness. Thank you, <laughs> that's the one. I did, I did have such a chuckle over that. That was just hilarious. <laughs> so if we can change my Facebook name, I will. <laughs> thank you guys for all of your support with everything, for the, so, the Astu show and the Canines. I really appreciate it. You take care, guys. I'll speak you didn't to hear you
2: soon.
0: No, yes. she didn't. What was it? No, I didn't. Thanks very much. Say it again.
5: <laughs> I said, let's just simplify that and call you the Queen of the Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking
2: of the hatches <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you lot bugger off. I've got bed to go to.
0: <laughs> I'll speak to you all soon. Thanks guys. All right,
4: take care, love, you, love and life. Bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. Bye, bye. Bye.
0: And that's my absolute angels. That's what I say to them when I know that they're listening. I would like to thank every single one of you who has supported both my shows this week. You have been absolutely incredible. The messages and the support has been absolutely amazing. I want to thank every single one of you. You've been absolutely fantastic. Please keep joining. Um, keep telling everybody about the Ask Sue Show. I want to take this even further. and I want to thank you very much all again for all of your support. And at this moment in time, I just want to say thank you very much to my nan and my daughter and the rest of my family members that that are up there looking over me and keeping an eye on me. Um, I love you very much. I miss you all. And Thank you very much to everybody on the show. Thanks very much, and I shall speak to you all very, very soon. And we'll be back tomorrow with another show where we're going to be doing some uh, fun and laughter and some auctions for, obviously, the the best charity in the world. Thanks very much for joining us. Cheers. Bye-bye.